All right, guys, it's been a long time coming, but I'm proud to say welcome to VTS with Brett, the podcast. And this is our official first episode. If you didn't get a chance to check the trailer out, I'm Brittany Rogers. I'm a freelance beauty, TV, and film makeup artist here to take you behind the scenes of the industry to help you level up your artistry. Bars. <laughs> that rhyme, but we're going to keep that in there. That's cool. So today on our first episode, before we get into the deep stuff, right? Before we start talking about all the, the real deep, deep, deep stuff in the industry, I want to start with the basics and a very overlooked topic that I feel like is the start for having success in the industry. And that is discovering your niche. This is important because let me tell you, your girls struggle. I struggle hard because I didn't know what I was doing, who I was as an artist and where I was trying to start, where I was trying to go in the industry. So let me just explain to you guys before I tell this long story, what a niche is. So a niche is a small specialized area of a large market. And that small area can be defined by its own unique needs, preferences or identity that makes it different or makes it stand out from the large area so if you're in a safe space i want you to close your eyes for a minute we're going to do an exercise because i know that niche definition was just a mouthful so imagine right we have a graph there's a big circle and in that circle we're going to label that the beauty industry that's what we're going to call our large market now imagine under that we have smaller circles and in those circles we're going to label them with different segments of the beauty industry we have tv and film special effects bridal editorial now those are not all of the segments the categories but those are just a few to name right those are our smaller markets our small specialized markets or our niche areas. So our goal with finding our niche as artists is to pick maybe one or two categories of the industry and to dominate that area. When I first started out, right, I didn't have any guidance. I had no goals. I was just like, I'm a makeup artist. I'm out here. This is what I want to do. And I just started doing makeup. I didn't know about the different areas of the industry. I didn't know about TV and film. There was no beauty, editorial, nothing. I just really did whatever came to me. And I did that for years. And then the time came around where I wanted to freelance and I randomly quit my job again with no business plan, no idea on what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. I just randomly quit my job with the mindset of I'm a makeup artist, I should be doing everything. Now, the problem with that was I started to stretch myself thin. I wasn't really finding any success and I wasn't making any money because I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. I was just taking any job that was thrown at me and I started to feel burnt out. It was terrible. I got to a point where I was just like, sis, what are you doing? Because this is not it. This, this ain't it. And so I had to take a step back and look at some of the artists I admire, like Danessa Myrick, Sam Fine, Charlotte Tilbury, V. Neal. And I noticed that they all had a certain area of the industry that they worked in. They did a certain style of makeup. They stayed in their lane. 
And they really gave all their focus, time and energy to perfecting their craft, whether it was like V. Neil, you know, she works in film and TV or Charlotte Tilbury. She's known for her the clean beauty, her skin. They really stayed in their lane and perfected that area. So that is what we want to do. So because I don't want you guys to be like me and waste all your money on classes that you don't need and products that you don't need to buy because you're just trying to keep up with the industry. This is why I felt so adamant about discussing what exactly a niche is. So now that I've given you all my personal story, let me break down the pros and the cons of identifying your niche. Now, one, we're going to start with the negatives. First, you don't know your brand identity. You have no real clue of what are the visible elements that you need for your brand. Uh, You don't know who you are as an artist. Therefore, you don't know who you're trying to attract. And that was me for sure. Second, you become inconsistent, especially with your portfolio. Like when I didn't know where I was going and what I was doing, I would accept anything. I had eye candy in my portfolio, bridal anything and it would confuse a client when they would come to book me it's like okay what does she do what is her specialized area I was truly like the jack of all trades but a master at none and I had no business strategy I didn't know what I needed to do to attract the clients that I wanted to work with because I didn't know who was my ideal client myself and most of all I became super trendy and I have a quote that I want to share with you guys it's from a book called damn good advice and they say trendy is a trap we should begin with an open mind not the nervous borrowings of others that's precisely what trends are a search for something safe and listen that could not be more realistic to my situation at the time I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing therefore whatever artist was successful at the time I would try to imitate their success because that's what seemed like it was right to do the nervous borrowings of others but that's not how you get success in the industry if you look at our top artists they are successful because they trusted their own artistry they trusted their vision what was authentic to them so that's exactly what we need to do and not understanding your niche or who you are as an artist you become trendy but the positives of understanding your niche is now you have a strong brand identity you know who you are you know what you do and what your brand stands for and that for me that was the first thing that brought success along in my career when I understood what my brand stood for when I can say I am Brittany Rogers my brand is Brittany Rogers artistry and I'm a film TV and beauty makeup artist Two, you understand your client. You know exactly who your client is. You know what they need. You know what you need in your portfolio to attract that client. And you know how to speak their language. Three, your portfolio is consistent. It's not all over the place. Like I said, for me, when I didn't know where I was going or what I wanted to do, my portfolio was trash. I had a little bit of everything, a little bit of clean beauty, a little bit of 
glitter highlight cut crease a little bit of tv and film that was absolutely horrible because i didn't know what i was doing so once you know okay here's the artist i'm trying to be your portfolio becomes consistent because now you're not accepting things that are not aligned with your vision and best of all you have a clear business strategy and i feel like i kind of explained that um already you know who your client is you know where you're going you know what jobs you need to take um, in order to get where you want to be so if you haven't already identified your niche or let's say you're already a seasoned artist but you feel like the area that you're working in isn't for you and you want to rediscover where you need to be I want to give you guys three questions to ask yourself to discover your niche sorry if that was a little wordy the first question you want to ask yourself is what am I passionate about what part of the industry just makes you feel like you know what this really lights my heart up maybe it is Special effects, maybe you are really into special effects and doing cuts and bruises, or maybe you get super excited when you see clean beauty. Like for me, I knew I was in the clean beauty when I first met Danessa Myricks. That's a whole nother story. But Danessa Myricks was definitely one of those artists who introduced me to beauty makeup and beauty photography. So the goal is to figure out what gets you on fire. Number two, what is your specialty? If you're a newer artist, you can ask yourself, what do I feel like is my specialty? Or if you're a seasoned artist, ask your client, hey, what do you feel like I'm good at? What is that one thing that you feel like I'm known for? And three, who is your dream client? Now, when I say client, it doesn't necessarily have to be a person. It could be a brand. So for me, my dream client is NARS. I love NARS. What's the saying? It's the skin for me, okay? It's, it's the skin for me with NARS. And I love what their brand represents. So therefore, because I know NARS is the client I'm trying to attract, or I'll give you another example. Milk Makeup is the client that I'm trying to attract. I'm going to do more clean beauty looks in my portfolio to show I have what it takes to work with this brand. So again, the questions are, one, what are you passionate about? Two, what is your specialty? And three, who is your dream client? Now you really wanna take some time to be intentional about answering these questions. Get in a quiet space, take 10 minutes for yourself and deep dive in these questions. Knowing your niche is going to be the game changer in your business. Now remember, you don't have to stay in one area of the industry. The goal is to narrow down where you're trying to be. So for example, my specialized areas are TV, film, and beauty. And if you're a newer artist, I highly suggest checking out different areas of the industry until you find your fit. Testing different parts of the industry helps you figure out what you like and what you don't like. So for example, when I started, I first started doing fashion shows, so I was back and forth to New York a lot, and then I moved on to bridal, um, which then turned into beauty editorial and later TV and film. I also did special effects for a while. Listen, I've done everything, <laughs> but everything helped me for this moment that we're in now. So now we're gonna move into our last look segment of the podcast. This is the section of the podcast where I give advice or answer a listener's question 
or if we have a special guest, our guests will provide us with our last look of the day. If you're new to the industry, the term last looks refers to the hair and makeup cast. It's basically when the director yells out, look, last looks, we're about to film this scene. So if there's any final touch-ups that needs to be made to the talent, now is the time to do it before we roll a take. So before we end today's episode, before we roll out, this is my last look slash advice for today. My advice for today is to stay in your lane. One of the reasons artists have trouble thriving in their niche is because they're too worried about not being accepted or not being on trend. And remember the quote I mentioned about becoming trendy. Trendy is a trap and we should begin with an open mind and not the nervous borrowings of others. We see that so often in the industry and I've even been guilty of doing that myself, especially in the beginning of my career. I would look at other artists who were thriving in the industry and say, hey, that's what I need to do. And in the end, I wasn't making strides in my brand because it wasn't authentic to me. A great example of staying in your lane is Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown started her makeup career in the mid 80s, early 90s. And if you're familiar with makeup around that time, um, in the 80s, it was very vibrant, bright blue eyeshadows, pink lips. And then as we moved on to the 90s, it was all about heavy contouring. What made Bobby Brown stand out in the early, well, the late 80s, early 90s was her aesthetic. It was more natural and it was a departure from the trend at the time. And eventually her brand philosophy became be who you are. And that's exactly what she did. She was authentic to herself, what her brand stood for, what she liked. And eventually she created this massive audience and she became the game changer we know and love today. So again, stay in your lane. Don't be afraid to stay in your lane. Don't be afraid to stand out from what's trending. Do what you love. Do what fits for your brand and everything else will fall in line. So that is my advice for today. All right, guys, we are officially wrapping up today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I just want to say thank you for all of you who subscribed or called or texted just to tell me congratulations and you're excited. I love you guys with all my heart. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, leave me a comment, and also let me know what topics you want to hear this season. We're going to do 10 episodes in season one and then, yeah, you know, season two and four, five, six. I skipped three. But anyway, I love you guys. Be safe. Until next time. Bye.